This is the Fifth Quarter Podcast on AM 900 CHML. Hello, football fans in Hamilton from coast to coast and around the world. This is the fifth quarter on CHML's Facebook page. My name is Rick Samprin. Welcome aboard. Uh, this is, well, it's something new today because, uh, A, it's Labor Day. It is the Labor Day Classic. And uh, first and foremost, we're not on the radio today because for the simple fact that we do have normal programming on 900 CHML. And if you're tuning into the radio station and you're hearing uh, news and weather and sports and traffic, uh, most importantly on a day like this, when people are coming back from the cottage and uh, celebrating the long weekend, uh, you'll realize that uh, this is uh, the best option that we had to bring you the fifth quarter. And that we're still going to take your emails, your tweets, your Facebook messages. So uh, you can uh, interact with me uh, for the next uh, 40 minutes, I guess, because this game ended rather late. And uh, we know why. There was, uh, there was some fisticuffs or some extracurricular activities, as we like to say. Uh, this uh, game had uh, everything and then some. Lots of points, lots of penalties, uh, lots of rough stuff, some big hits, some great plays. Uh, there were some streaks and milestones to tell you about as well. But at the end of the day, it was a Tiger Cats victory, uh, 38-27. The final score, I should write that down because I know I'm going to forget it uh, throughout the course of this broadcast. But really another game where it was a tale of two halves where the Tiger Cats started out fantastically on their first drive. In fact, I tweeted, best opening drive of the Dane Evans era. That was uh, fantastic. A 10-yard touchdown run by Evans. His uh, third of the game, or third of the season. Two-point convert was good. It was a seven-play, 77-yard drive, and the Tiger Cats were humming, and they kept on going. Um, so the Twitter address, as always, at am900chml, at Rick Samprin. Uh, you can also email me your thoughts on today's game, rick at 900chml.com. I have the email up, and emails will be coming in fast and furious, I'm sure. And again, you can drop us a line on CHML's Facebook page as well as a broadcast live from my office for the first time here on the fifth quarter on 900chml. And it should be an exciting experience. I know we've done this thing before, I think uh, it was either in the preseason or maybe even a playoff game because of uh, programming uh, conflicts. But uh, again, we thought the best option was uh, on the radio to uh, make our uh, viewers and motorists aware of what's happening on the roads and uh, in the news and uh, broadcast uh, the fifth quarter on CHML's Facebook page. If you haven't done so already, you can subscribe to the fifth quarter podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you download your favorite podcast. It will be there for you. So let's maybe go through some of the statistics and uh, the scoring summary of today's game before we get some of your reaction. As I mentioned, it really started out quite well for the Ticats. Uh, Dane Evans engineered a great drive to open up this ball game. Uh, the Ticats were humming right out of the gate. Uh, he had some pinpoint passes, uh, seven plays. They mixed in the run as well. They went 77 yards and were quickly up 8 nothing after a two-point convert as well in which uh, Evans hit uh, Brandon Banks. And uh, it seemed like one of those games because it was such an easy-looking drive for the Ticats that, uh, at least I was thinking, I'm sure Ticats fans were thinking this as well, that this was going to be a blowout game. And it was far from it. And uh, that added to the excitement level of uh, today's ballgame for sure. Toronto on the very next play, so the Ticats kick it off back to the Argos. And on the very next play, McLeod Bethel-Thompson heaves a 97-yard uh, touchdown toss to Darrell Walker, who had a phenomenal game today. 
And if the Ticats didn't come back to win this ballgame, Darrell Walker is probably the player of the game. And I should mention, yeah, we're also voting for our player of the game today, too, so you can cast your vote uh, either uh, through email, Twitter, or on uh, CHML's Facebook page here today. So, yeah, Bethel Thompson long bombs a 97-yarder to Darrell Walker, and suddenly it's a one-point ballgame, 8-7 Ticats. And um, on the ensuing kickoff, Tyler Crepina kicks a kickoff single. So we're tied at 8 uh, just under four minutes into this football game. So, yes, we're in for a ball game. And uh, just a couple minutes after that, yes, sirree, we were in for a ball game because fisticuffs ensued. So there was a play in which Simone Lawrence and uh, James Walder Jr., the running back for the Argos, both came together. They ended up on the turf. They're kind of pushing and shoving each other on the turf. Ticats and Argos are jumping in. And uh, one of the officials goes flying. So at the end of all that... The uh, officials, uh, I think incorrectly, gave the Tiger Cats 50 yards in penalties. They ejected both safety Tunde Adelike and cornerback Frankie Williams for rough play. Uh, but no Argos were, were at least ejected. I know there was a penalty against the Argonauts. Uh, S.J. Green got uh, an infraction. But what the officials should have done was set the tone. We've seen this in the past, especially on Labor Day. When the officiating crew knows this is going to be a heated, emotional battle, the official should have set the tone to say, all right, Tunde Delique, uh, I think he was the one that was penalized for, for abusing the official or abuse of an official. He should have been gone, and that was the right call. But the official should have said, should have said hey, we're going to pick an Argo, too. We're going to make it even 1-1, no slight on either team. But they uh, really crippled the Ticats' uh, defensive secondary in throwing their starting safety and starting wide-side cornerback uh, out of the game. And uh, no ejections for the Argos. So I thought that was uh, an incorrect call, especially for this uh, officiating crew. They should have evened it out uh, for one ejection each. And I think that would have not necessarily cooled things off, but I think it would have made both teams think that, okay, uh, this is going to be one of those games. The officials have uh, set the tone. They're not going to take this kind of... Um, extracurriculars any longer. But uh, we all know that two Ticats got heaved, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of comments on uh, CHML's fa Facebook pages that are coming in uh, on Twitter at AM900CHML, at Rick Samprin, uh, or uh, on email, rick at 900CHML.com. So it's 8-8. we got two ejections coming in. And uh, here come the Argos. They get another field goal. They're up 11-8 to after the first quarter, and they keep on coming. Another field goal by Tyler Kripenia, who had a really good game today, the former McMaster Marauder. Uh, Liram Haralahu boots his first uh, field goal of the game. He ended up with three in the contest, and it's 14-11 for Toronto. Bethel Thompson to Walker again, and it seemed like they found a soft spot, especially in the middle of the field with Delicate out, uh, with uh, Frankie Williams out of the game. Uh, they really found a soft spot in that middle of the field, just beyond the linebackers and in front of the secondary, where uh, Bethel Thompson and Walker were really exploiting, and they hooked up for a 24-yard touchdown at suddenly 21-11. Argos go into the half 24-11, thanks to another field goal from Tyler Crepina. He was 3-for-3 three three in the first half. Nothing seemed to be going right offensively for the Tiger Cats in that first half. There were a bunch of sacks uh, that Toronto got on, uh, on Dane Evans, who really apart from the first drive, did not have a very good second half, or first half. The second half, however, was uh, an absolute uh, polar opposite of the first of the first half. Haralahu boots a 50-yard field goal. 
to make it a 10-point ball game. It's 24-14. Um, Dane Evans to Justin Sumter for a touchdown toss, although it was called back because of an offensive pass interference call. That could have been a defensive pass interference call. Uh, but again, the officials decided to go uh, that way. I disagreed with that. I think they should have let it go because both Sumter and the uh, Argos defensive back were kind of fighting for positioning. But uh, either way, Dane Evans and Braylon Addison hook up again, this time uh, for a touchdown. It's 24-21 for the Argos. The Ticats aren't done there, uh, even though Tyler Crepena hits his fourth field goal of the game to make it 27-21. Jackson Bennett, he had himself a ball game today. 25-yard touchdown run, virtually untouched to the end zone, and the Tiger Cats have their first lead of the ballgame since uh, the first quarter. They're up 28-27. to Dane Evans throws 19 consecutive completions, the fourth longest streak in CFL history. Evans to Addison again, this time a 17-yard touchdown toss. It's 35-27 for the Cats, and uh, Haralahu ends it with about 20 to go, seals the deal with a 44-yard field goal, his third of the game. Uh, 38-27, the final score in front of, if you're at the game, you would know this, in front of a record 25,093 fans at Tim Hortons Field. That is an all-time record high for Tim Hortons Field, beating the previous record high set on September 5th, 2016, on Labor Day, you might have been in that game too, of 24,512. So the Ticats finally cracking the 25,000 mark. Of course, capacity is 23 and change. Uh, 25,093, Tim Hortons Field record for a Ticats 38-27 victory over the Toronto Argonauts. Hamilton's the only nine-win team in the Canadian Football League, folks. The number undisputed number one team in the CFL on Labor Day. Been a long time since we were able to say that. Toronto at one and nine now officially cannot catch the Hamilton Tiger Cats in the standings. And not only that, the uh, Ticats have won the Ballard Cup. And if you're unfamiliar with the Ballard Cup, it is a trophy named after former Tiger Cats and Toronto Maple Leafs uh, owner Harold Ballard. The winner of the season series between Hamilton and Toronto wins the Ballard Cup. So by beating Toronto in week number two, by annihilating them in week number two, 64-14, and by winning today, 38-27, the Ticats have secured the Ballard Cup. So there's your scoring summary. A lot of points, a lot of action, uh, fisticuffs, a brawl, a couple of ejections, uh, a lot going on in uh, in that ball game. And at the end of the day, it is a big Ticats win. Uh, I should mention two things. Not only did Hamilton rally from a 13-point deficit in the first half, uh, they outscored the Argos 27-3 in half number two. And by winning today, this is Hamilton's. They've never done this before. This is Hamilton's sixth consecutive Labor Day win. They've had, I believe, on three other occasions, Occasions, won five in a row. Today is a record-breaking six. So my player of the game today, um, I, I wasn't leaning towards him in the first half especially, but certainly in half number two, he made me recount or recast my ballot. And uh, ballot, I'll get back to that in a second. Uh, Dane Evans is my player of the game today. 31 of 37, so just six incompletions today, threw for 442 yards, two TDs, Two interceptions. The two interceptions, uh, really, the turnovers did not hurt the Tiger Cats at all today. They turned the ball over four times, two interceptions, a fumble, and uh, one on downs. And they gave up only three points off those four turnovers. Uh, you can say, well, Toronto shot themselves in the foot. Yeah, uh, but Hamilton clearly defensively uh, picked up where the offense um 
struggled basically in terms of uh, turnovers. So only three points on four turnovers for Toronto. The Ticats forced a couple of turnovers, both on downs. Uh, they did not score a point on turnovers either. So neither team could really get anything going off uh, the turnover battle. So, yeah, Dane Evans, my player of the game again, 31 of 37. That's uh, almost an 84% completion percentage. That's phenomenal. 442 yards, two TDs, two interceptions. And he also ran the ball four times for 42 yards and that game-opening 10-yard TD run. So Dane Evans, I'm going to put him down as my player of the game. Thought had a phenomenal game. I think honorable mention for me would be Braylon Addison. He had 11 catches, 12 targets uh, for 167 yards and two TDs. He now has five touch. This is remarkable. Five touchdowns on the season this year for Dana or for uh, Braylon Addison. All five are against Toronto. Three came in week number two, and that's 64-14 annihilation of To, and uh, two more today. So he loves playing against Toronto, and we love him for that. That's for sure. A couple of other points before I get to some of your Facebook posts and. Uh, tweets and emails is that um, this was a this was really Labor Day. You know, th this was a war of attrition. There were injuries on both sides. Uh, as we know, as I mentioned, a couple of ejections. There were some massive hits. There were some big plays. There was some uh, rough-and-tumble play, and the crowd was a Labor Day crowd. You know what I mean? They were into it. Not to say other Ticats games don't have a great crowd or a great buzz, but this one was a little more amped up, and maybe it was you know, the 25,093 fans there. Maybe it was because it was against the Argos. But I think more often than not, or at least the case today was, it's because it was Labor Day. Big game of the year, biggest game of the year, even, you know, despite the records, one team was 8-2, and two, one team was 1-8 coming into this game. Whenever it's Hamilton versus Toronto, like I said in my blog today at 900CHML.com, Labor Day special. Labor Day is the signification of, you know, the second half of the season coming in where those most important games are going to happen. But it's Hamilton versus T.O. It's the... Um, Steel Town, uh, blue collar, at least stereotypically or, or in the past, kind of mentality at least, against those white collar, uh, predominantly uh, stuffy, as we like to uh, say, um, folks from the mega city. And uh, Hamilton always trying to get out of the shadows of uh, Toronto. And uh, of course, on Labor Day, when it comes to football, uh, we more often than not do that. Uh, the record now, I think, is 36 13 and 1 uh, in favor, or 35 13 and 1 in favor of the uh, Hamilton Tiger Cats. Uh, 9 and 2. Boy, does that ever sound phenomenal if you're a Tiger Cats fan. 9 and 2, number one in the Canadian Football League. Uh, that is now an eight point lead on the Montreal Alouettes in the East Division. Uh, Hamilton is on the bye week. Uh, Montreal has a bye this week, as does Ottawa and BC. Um, Montreal's five and four. Ottawa's three and seven. The Argos now one and nine. Out west, I know they're already playing. Edmonton is in Calgary. Uh, the west is really, you know, aside from BC at one and nine, the, the west is really interesting. Winnipeg losing this weekend to Saskatchewan, so the Winnipeggers are eight and three. Uh, the Rough Riders seven and three. Edmonton six and four. Calgary five and four. Should be uh, an interesting few weeks. Uh, last half of the season in the West Division. And speaking of that, that West Division, uh, it, it's going to you know uh, bring about some tough games coming up for the Ticats because they have. Where's my schedule here? Calgary, Edmonton, Winnipeg, and Edmonton. Uh, the next three on the road. So that's going to be a tough stretch for the Tiger Cats. Let's get to some uh, tweets coming in. This one from Jeff. 
one of the worst. This is going to be one of the themes today. The referees, one of the worst ref games I've seen. The team persevered and came through. Player of the game for the Argos is the refs. Dane Evans for the good guys. Go Cats, go! So I'm going to keep trying. I think Dane Evans is the slam dunk player of the game. But hey, this is why we have the votes. We'll also uh, announce our fifth quarter fan of the night too. So don't forget about that. Uh, Taylor on Twitter says Dylan Win for his player of the game. He. Dylan Wynn was made for Labor Day, wasn't he? I mean, he's, the, he's the type of guy, that mentality, bring your lunch bucket, put your hard hat on, your steel toe boots, we're going to get stuff done today. Dylan Wynn is that kind of player. He had four tackles and a sack today. On the sack department, uh, the Argos had seven sacks, Wynn with the only sack for the Tiger Cats today. And let's get the penalty thing out of the way here. Tiger Cats had seven penalties for 111 yards. 50 of that 111 came off the two ejections from Adela Kay and Williams. The Argos also penalized seven times for 80 yards. So when you think about it, the Tiger Cats, yeah, seven penalties, 111, almost half of that on one play. Uh, the Argos, seven for 80. So let's keep that in perspective. I know there was a lot of, and I kind of stoked the fires as well, because I'm not a referee-biased guy. I don't buy into that. I don't buy into the, the narrative that referees are biased. Referees will make correct and incorrect calls, and I think we saw a lot today, a lot of incorrect calls. I don't necessarily subscribe to the notion that, yeah, the refs are biased. Because the call didn't go Hamilton's way, I don't think subconsciously, subconsciously they're saying, yeah, I'm going to go against the Ticats here. No, it's they're, they're just making the incorrect call. They're not making the right call. they got to be better. At the end of the day, referees in the Canadian Football League, any football league, I've seen them at uh, Pee Wee and, and the Tyke and the Pop Warner in the U.S. and the NFL, we've seen them too, the NCAA, U Sports. Uh, referees have to be better. They can't always be perfect, and we should understand that as fans. We have to understand that. Sometimes uh, we don't. Austin on Twitter writes, proud of the team. They fought through a tough first half and played really well. In the second, player of the game is Braylon Addison. Hashtag fifth quarter. So Braylon Addison with a vote for player of the game, and uh, he was phenomenal as well. Again, let's recap his stats. 11 catches, uh, 167 yards, two TDs. Brandon Banks with a pretty good ball game today, too. Nine catches for 109 yards. And uh, as Dane Evans, uh, that was his favorite, uh, two favorite targets on the afternoon. Uh, Stefan or Steven on Twitter also says Addison for sure for his player of the game. We'll do a couple more tweets and then we'll go to our CHML Facebook page for some comments. Mark writes, big win, Cats 9-2, bring on the West, here we go, hashtag fifth quarter, and Adam Norton, woo, this is a controversial player of the game. He says the whole O-line for player of the game, I thought the O-line in the first half was terrible. I'm going to call a spade a spade. They were terrible. You know, you allow, I think they allowed five sacks in the first half, uh, Evans, I know at some, uh, there were some instances where Evans hung on to the ball too long, way too long, and the offensive line could only pass block for so long before they're either going to get a holding penalty or the quarterback's going to get sacked. And as we saw in the first half today, the quarterback just kept on getting sacked. So uh, I, I wouldn't necessarily agree with the offensive line as player of the game. Second half, I would give them for sure. Uh, but the first half, no, they, they just didn't play well enough, at least for me to give them consideration. All right, let's go to CHML's Facebook page. There are a lot of comments 
Uh, this might be a record-breaking uh, list of comments on CHML's Facebook page, and we are glad that you are uh, online because, as you know, we're not on the radio today because of regular programming with news and traffic, especially with people coming back from the cottage or doing what they got to do on a Labor Day. So uh, we appreciate your patience and your cooperation and your participation here today on CHML's Facebook page. Uh, Danny writes on CHML's Facebook page, we kicked second quarter butt. It was, it was a tale of two halves today. Tale of two halves. First half, it was, what, 24-11 for the Argos. Second half, the Tiger Cats outscored Toronto 27-3. That is absolute domination. Mark on Facebook says, Woo! Big win, Cats. Travis writes, Beat the Argos and refs. He's got a few likes on that comment. Uh, James writes, Oh, how the uh, TV panel, we'll call it that, are talking about the Cats. I'm sure they are. They should be talking about the Tiger Cats. They were phenomenal, especially in the second half. Danny again on CHML's Facebook page says, Evans, player of the game, week, month, season. <laughs> I don't know about season quite yet. Player of the game, yes, and probably player of the week unless we see something outstanding in the Calgary-Edmonton uh, game. Who knows, maybe Bo Levi Mitchell comes back and throws uh, four or five touchdowns. I doubt it, but uh, you never know. But uh, he had a phenomenal game. Allen on uh, Facebook says, Dane Evans, player of the game. And uh, Danny, one more comment. He's on a roll today. Wilder should get a fine. Wilder should have been ejected. His tussle with Simone Lawrence, I thought, I mean, that, that's the definition of rough play. I mean, he should have been tossed. It should have been Wilder and Tunde Adelike. I don't have an issue with the Adelike ejection. Uh, when uh, that occurs, you know, uh, you, you have to eject the person. You have to eject that player. Uh, Brad says, Evans slash Addison combo was on point today. Defense played their collective butts off. 9-2, wow, number one in the league. And James also writes, Wilder Jr. is a weasel. So another vote for Braylon Addison. He and Dane Evans both tied for top spot in our player of the game voting. We have an email coming in. This one from Uwe or Uwe. He says, hi, Rick. What a tale of two halves. Where were they in the first half? I'm guessing he's talking about the Ticats. They have to stop doing this. The whole team as player of the game for the turnaround. They have to do something about the refs. They were pathetic today. I almost contemplated giving up on the CFL. How one-sided can they be? I hope that they will be reprimanded for this game. Uwe or Uwe. And he voted for oh, the whole team. Team for player of the game. It was a good team effort. It was a good team effort, especially in the second half. First half, there were some struggles, as we saw, especially from the quarterback position and receivers not being able to get open. Uh, the run game was really non-existent. The run game really changed in the second half, and uh, Jackson Bent was a big reason for that. He had 12 carries today for 77 yards. Uh, his long of 25 was a 25-yard touchdown uh, run. And that put the Ticats ahead 28 to 27 with, uh, what was the time on that? 13.52 left in the ballgame. So that was one of the turning points of this game. And uh, Ben, of course, with that uh, one touchdown. And uh, Braylon Addison, again, in that Wildcat formation, five carries, 23 yards, was uh, a factor in the ground game. You know what was not a factor in the ground game? The Argos ground game. They did not do much at all. James Walder Jr., seven carries for only 16 yards. That's 2.3 per touch. That's not going to get it done in the CFL. McLeod Bethel Thompson had two carries for 13 yards, and uh, Chris Rainey three catches or three carries, pardon me, for 12 yards. So the uh, Argos run game non-existent. 
And I'll mention Bethel uh, Thompson in the passing game, uh, 22 of 42, so just over 52% completion percentage. He threw for 337 yards, although one of those uh, pass was a 97-yarder to uh, Darrell Walker, and he had a couple of touchdowns as well. Actually, that touchdown was a 96-yarder, not a 97-yarder. Uh, so not a bad stat line for McLeod Bethel Thompson. I'm sure he'd want to get his uh, completion percentage up, that's for sure. David on uh, Twitter, at Rick Samprin, and uh, at 900CRAM, 900CHML. You can uh, tweet your thoughts on today's game. Vote for your player of the game as well. David writes, uh, good luck. It will be wild in reference to uh, the fifth quarter. Um, I'm not sure if I'd call the fifth quarter wild today. Uh, maybe if the phones were open and we were on uh, the radio, I'm sure we would uh, get a little more uh, emotion from Ticats fans, but I think we're hearing that in some of the commentaries that uh, they are making on uh, Twitter and Facebook and uh, email. Jim on Twitter, at Rick Samprin, writes, Oh, shucky ducky, but that was close. The Cats sure know how to win and come back while dealing with adversity. Cats beat the blue team and the refs today. How did Wilder stay in this game? Addison for player of the game, but props to Evans, 442 yards, hashtag fifth quarter. So Dane Evans with a slight edge in player of the game voting. Again, this is all voting by you, the fans, on uh, CHML's fifth quarter. Jim. Says, player of the game, half a vote each for Evans and Addison. We're getting creative now. Half a vote now. All right, I'm going to put the 0.5, and I'll put a 0.5 over here. We got half and half. <laughs> this team, uh, writes Jim, this team just has no quit in them. Great to see. Kudos to Ticat Management for bringing in one great receiver after another. P.S. Is it just me, or does Acklin remind you of an Ellingson light? Yeah, Jalen Acklin is, I guess you can call him an Ellingson light. He has kind of the same body type. Uh, he is a big target, has a pretty good catch radius. Uh, five catches. Um, or Ackland today. I don't even see any stats for Ackland today. Oh, I gotta, I gotta scroll on down. Hold on a second. Jalen Ackland, four catches. I never made a catch today. Four catches, 58 yards. Uh, he was targeted six times, and uh, he had uh, 12 yak yards as well. His long of 22 today is pretty impressive. That he's got good hands. He's got decent speed. He can get downfield. We saw, uh, was it a couple weeks ago when he did that uh, little juke and jive on uh, towards the end zone to get into the end zone against uh, Ottawa? He has, uh, yeah, he's got a, a good skill set that the Ticats offensively have taken advantage of. And uh, he, if he continues to produce as he has, Jalen Acklin is going to be not only on this team but in this league for uh, several more seasons. Uh, the other pass catcher to tell you about, Marcus Tucker had a couple of grabs today for 59 yards. Anthony Coombs, one catch for 15. Uh, Bennett had three for 28, and uh, Nikola Kalinic, one for six yards. Uh, Lerum Harulahu, three for three today, along from 50 yards. And defensively, Simone Lawrence had a game-high nine tackles today. He was he was a force once again. He's had a great season. Aside from the two-game suspension, Simone Lawrence uh, is probably the leading candidate for Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, Ja'Garrett Davis would be up there as well. Dylan Wynn, especially over the last number of weeks, uh, would be in that consideration as well. Uh, Wynn and Rico Murray. And Murray had a great game, too, because he was moved around because of the two ejections. So he went from the strong side linebacker position to the wide side corner to fill in for Frankie Williams. I thought made uh, a lot of decent plays. He was uh, he was a force today. Uh, Richard Leonard, Jamal Roll with three tackles each. And uh, the Ticats defensively as a whole, really in the second half especially, they only gave up three points. They were, uh, they were a force today. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Back to the email we go. This one is from Stephen out in Penticton, B.C. He always emails us after the uh, Ticats play. 
He says, greetings, Rick. For the most part, I never complain about the officials working a game. However, these refs that work this game should be demoted back to calling high school games, period. It was almost like they did their best to try to help the Argos win this game, including the video booth. Disgusting. But thanks to great defense, offense, they lost. Our cats are showing how to never, never give up. Player of the game, Addison. Best record in the complete CFL. The guys get a bye week next to rest up and get guys back in the lineup. Great time to be a Ticat fan. Regards, Stephen from Penticton, B.C. So, Bradlin Addison, up to five votes now. He leads the player of the game voting category. Uh, Bradlin Addison, as I mentioned, he's got five TDs this season all against the Argos. And, uh, listen, he, he's a guy that can break a game open. He's got 66 catches now for 740 yards on the season. And... Um, you know, he can, he can stretch the field, and he provides Dane Evans with a secondary and even a third option when Luke Tasker comes back from his uh, hamstring injury. Uh, Addison, Tasker, Brandon Banks, that's a three-headed monster on offense that uh, no defense really wants to face, especially come playoff time, because it's pick your poison. You're going to double-team one guy or focus on one guy. The other two are definitely going to s step up. And maybe towards you know the back half, half of the season and towards playoff time, Tycat get even a little more healthier on offense, and maybe that means Sean Thomas Rollington uh, returns uh, to the four. I know he is back on the six-game injured list. After he was eligible to come off today for the Labor Day Classic, but was not uh, uh, healthy to do so, so the Tie Cats have decided to put him back on the sixth game. Hopefully, he is he's he's back sooner rather than later. Let's go back to CHML's Facebook page. Tons of comments coming in, and that's great to see. Where did we leave off? David writes, you can call this game a tale of two Evans. If I didn't know better, I swear they put Jeremiah Masoli in Dane Evans' uniform at halftime. Addison, player of the game. So Addison continues to lead in that category. Uh, Dane Evans, as I said off the top, had a great first drive. That was the best opening drive of the Dane Evans era. And then after that, this offense really went to sleep. They just could not do anything right. I'll give a little bit of credit to the Argos defensively, but I think for the most part, this Ticats offense was kind of stubbing its toe here, there, and everywhere. And finally, when the second half came around, they made some halftime adjustments. They really uh, stepped up their game, offensively especially. Uh, Jonathan says, refs must have had money on T.O. Until that last flag, the Argos had a bunch of extracurricular activity without a penalty. Jeff writes, Evans showed he can play. Defense, in my opinion, showed what they're capable of. Finally, my issue is consistency for both. Player of the game goes to Evans, despite having a miserable first half. And yes, I'll admit, it, he was horrible in the first half. Aside from that opening drive, he was really bad in that first half. Danny writes, Evans for player of the game. So Evans now up to five and a half. Addison at six and a half. And, um, he, he deserved it. Dane Evans really had a great, uh, an amazing second half. Great is probably underselling, an amazing second half. Brad has tallied up the uh, season scoreboard between the Ticats and the Argos. And uh, right now, the uh, running score, the cumulative score is Hamilton 102, Toronto 41. Uh, not too shabby uh, for the Hamilton Tiger Cats in terms of the aggregate score. <laughs> Uh, Jonathan, player of the game is Dane Evans, but needs to be more consistent. And yes, this is the knock on Dane Evans. He'll go to sleep for a couple of series or a half. 
uh, or a second and third quarter, and then he'll wake up. Um, that can happen. If you want to be an elite quarterback in this league, if you want to win the big game, uh, th- this team, this quarterback, this starting quarterback has to be a lot more consistent. Right now, Dane Evans is not that guy. He was in the second half. If we can see that all game, or at least most of that all game, this Ticats team is going to be one to reckon with come playoff time. And I think they still will be because of the way they play on defense and, of course, their special teams. But I think offensively, if they can go from there to there uh, in terms of the quarterback play and be a dangerous offensive team. Right now, they're a good offensive team. They could be a dangerous offensive team. Uh, this team can and probably will go all the way. Brad, uh, replying to a previous uh, post on CHML's Facebook page, says, so the kid went 19 for 19 at one point. Get over it. He's coming along extremely well. And yeah, uh, the knock on Dane is that he's not consistent enough, and I do subscribe to that. Uh, there are times in a football game where you want him to move the football and um, it's a two and out here, there, and everywhere. And uh, we got we got to stop that if you're a Ticats fan. You don't want to see that offense uh, stub their toe uh, like they did today in the first half. Email from Mike. Hey, Rick, wish I could be happier about the win, but the refing won't leave my mind. I don't want to be the ref basher, but the unnecessary roughness in this game was terribly officiated. James Wilder starts a brawl, no penalty. Receiver throws a punch at a Cats defender, no penalty. Argo shoves a ref, no penalty. Justin Tuggle hits someone on the sidelines, 15 yards. Fire these refs. Now, the Tuggle one was a penalty. I mean, come on, he was out of bounds. That's a 15-yarder every day of the week. The Wilder thing, he should have been tossed. As I said off the top, if you missed it, Thunday Adelike and Frankie Williams both get the heave-ho because of uh, some rough stuff. I would agree with the Adelike one. Uh, I didn't see the replay on the Williams one as I was in the booth and I didn't get a good look at uh, the instant replay. But uh, James Wilder should have been tossed. They should have been one each. Just like in the National Hockey League, as we see a lot of times, two guys in some rough stuff, you know, some face washing or whatever you want to do. Uh, both guys headed to the penalty box. It should have been the case today. Adela Kay and Wilder should have both been tossed. No questions asked. Angelo on uh, email. And I had email. Angelo always emails me all the time. Uh, before the game, we do a score prediction. Angelo is pretty close. 40-21, to 21, he said, in favor of the Tiger Cats. 40-21. to 21. And I said, Angelo, I like your thinking, but my score is Hamilton 38, Toronto 22. And I have it writing here. I can show you, but it'd be kind of awkward to move... Uh move the apparatus as uh, we're filming here. About 38-22 was my final score prediction. I was pretty darn close. Uh, High Rec, Angela writes, the Labor Day Classic was just that, a classic. Tiger Cats went to war and won the battle on this day despite having many wounded. In the end, the Argos conceded and waved the white flag. I thought defensively, the guys competed and fought through all kinds of adversity. I thought offensively, the O-line really let us down today. Oh, I almost forgot the quarterback. What's his name? Dane Evans. That's him. What a phenomenal display of leadership, control, and complete and compete level in the second half. And again, making adjustments. A fantastic comeback on Labor Day against our hated rivals. Nothing better than that Folks, player of the game, Evans, cheers, Big Ange from the Creek. So Evans, now one vote up on Braylon Addison. This is a hotly contested player of the game here on the fifth quarter. Who's going to have the final say? Let's go to Twitter. we got a lot more tweets that are going to come in. 
this one from Val. Great win. Happy face emoji. At McMahon for Western Game, but watch the Cats. First place overall. Three thumbs up emojis and then one of those crazy, uh, you know, tongue out of the face emojis, whatever that means. But Val's liking it. That's for sure. Daver, who always chimes in on CHML's fifth quarter. We love him for that. Uh, he says, uh, at Rick Samprin was worried for a little bit. This team finds ways to win. It's crazy with the injuries that they keep pulling these wins out. Player of the game is Addison. The crowd gets honorable mentions. Still don't understand how Wilder survived the ejections. 9-2, and two, number one in the CFL, Rick. And he's got a, a gif or a gif, however you want to see it, a Ric Flair doing his patented woo. And uh, that's how all Ticats fans are feeling today. Uh, I've said it in the last week. This one from Mike on uh, Twitter at Rick Samprin. I've said it. All, I've said it the last two games. Pardon me, but it's still true. Player of the game, Addison, nine and two, baby. And uh, that's it for our tweets. I'm just going to refresh. Nope, still coming in. Hold on, I just did a refresh. Now I'm going to go all the way back. Uh, Brendan writes, is this a question? Addison all day. So he's no question in Brendan's mind. Uh, Brightland Addison is the player of the game. Pam also agrees. Simply Addison with an exclamation point and a hashtag go cats go. Matthew. On Twitter, it says, huge win for the Ticats. Refs were horrible today and still can't believe we won. My hashtag player of the game goes to the entire team because they stuck together and pulled through after all that chaos. Another mention for the entire team. And uh, Brad says, considering, considering we lost two of our starters early, the team overcame adversity. Evans, player of the game, honorable mention to Braylon Addison. Uh, and uh, that's it for our... Tweets back to Facebook. We got a ton coming in, and this is phenomenal. Where do we leave off here? Uh, Aurelia writes, wow, great game. Go Ticats. John says, I was saying all game, Dane has to run it himself to keep their D honest, plus his quick throws after half uh, after halftime helped. What a second half this team played on all squads. Uh, great game, boys. Oski Weewee. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I think autocorrect killed you there, John. Awesome game, boys. Uh, Oski Wee Wee for John. Uh, let's see. Where are we here? Edward on CHML's Facebook page. This team is growing and has each other's backs and has a few more new plays every game. Hopefully, we'll be free of silly mistakes soon. Ticats will be perfect by playoffs, but can we replace all the entries? I just enjoy Cats being number one nationwide. I'm a big QB Evans fan. Go Ticats, go. And the refs were a factor because Wilder should have been ejected to all the best. Ed G. Raymond says Argo's offense for MVP, and uh, there's a happy reaction to that, or at least a laughing reaction to that. And Danny says, hey, you're a comedian. And uh, Raymond also says, but seriously, the Argos showed some D and was a great battle. The Argos had a good first half. I mean, they're up 24-11. They're playing some pretty good football in the first half. Uh, Ticats were not playing some good football in the first half, aside from the first drive, uh, first, uh, drive of the game. But, uh, yeah, you got to give kudos for Toronto for coming in and playing a good first half. But uh, the talent and the tenacity 
of the Tiger Cats ruled the day in half number two, and uh, that's why they won this football game 38-27. Uh, James writes, the beer is going down easier now. Uh, live in T.O. Work will be a pleasure tomorrow. Nine and two, baby. And David writes, win for player of the game. That last play pancake tackle was obscene and was the exclamation point on a great game. He is a menace on the D-line. My poor wife is an Argos fan. Oh, well. David, wow, what a household. On Labor Day, you guys are duking it out as you're cheering for the Ticats, and she is cheering for the Argos. I can only imagine what the dinner table discussion is going to be like at David's house, where one fan, in this case David's wife, is distraught at, at one point leading 24-11 and uh, losing 38 to 27. So we'll wrap it up here. Great comments, uh, as always, on email, on CHML's Facebook page, and Twitter as well. Our player of the game is Braylon Addison, who beat Dane Evans by a few points and a half, uh, followed by the entire team, Dylan Wynn, and the offensive line. Thanks for all our votes. Our fifth quarter fan of the night is all Ticats fans. I mean, this was a bit of a curveball here on Labor Day with the Facebook uh, fifth quarter, but uh, we enjoyed hosting you once again. Uh, with your tweets and emails and uh, posts. You all deserve a huge pat on the bat and a high five because each and every fifth quarter, each and every football game, you come out and cheer on the Hamilton Tiger Cats. The final score today, Hamilton 38, Toronto 27. The Ticats now a CFL best, undisputed, number one team in the league with a record of 9-2. and two. Toronto now 1-9. and nine. A record six consecutive Labor Day victories for the Tiger Cats. This franchise has never won six straight Labor Days before. And uh, they're on a roll as they go into their bye week. And the next game is Saturday, September the 14th, as the Tiger Cats take on the Stampeders in Calgary. That's a 4 o'clock kickoff. We'll be on the air, yes, back on the radio at 7 p.m. on Saturday, September 14th, hopefully celebrating a Ticats win in Calgary. Can you imagine a season sweep of the Calgary Stampeders? That would be phenomenal. Uh, my name is Rick Samprin. Thanks for tuning in to the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. The fifth quarter after every Ticats game on AM 900 CHML.